painful. Hey guys, this is Shell, and welcome to another episode of Talk Horror to Me Happy Hour. So tonight we don't have a happy hour, or maybe this is a happy hour, but I forgot the drinks. Right. <laughs> so let me go ahead and introduce you to my special guest, Miss Kim Byler. Hello. <laughs> I had everything prepared and I forgot, so my bad. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started on who we're talking about tonight. And okay. who are we talking about tonight? We're talking about uh, one of the most notorious Hollywood, the big Hollywood killer. The big Hollywood killer. Edward Gein. Oh, so Dean. I heard... They used to call him the Butcher of Plainfield. The Butcher of Plainfield. Yeah. Um, yes, but uh, I say the Hollywood killer because he has probably had more movies, shows, characters yes. based on him than, yes. than many of the others. Yes. Um, um, Psycho. Psycho, yes. Uh, Norman Bates was mm-hmm. based on him, which was actually taken from a, a book uh, that that was actually taken from a book um, written by uh, Robert Bloch. Um, and then 1974, there was a character Ezra in the movie Deranged. Oh, I didn't know that. Him. I knew about the- uh, Also 1974, Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Yeah, Leatherface. Yes, yes. Uh, had some yes. of their details taken from Ed Gein. And of course, my all-time favorite movie, 1999, Silence of the, the Lambs, Lambs. Yes. Buffalo Bill. Yes. So let me ask you something on um, the first one, the psycho one. Wasn't it because he, when his mother died, he uh, stored her and locked her up? And I read that somewhere where he kept, after she died, he kept her. And Norman, the locked her Norman up. Bates or Ed Gein? No, Ed Gein. <laughs> Which one are we talking about? Ed Gein. Didn't he do well, that with his mom? She was buried. Okay. But um they they do believe, well, he has said that he did go back and visit her after she was buried. Um Okay, so I thought he locked her up and kept her because I thought he made a skin suit out of her. Yes. That was not her. Who was that? That was various other people that he was doing a lot of grave robbery, body snatching yes, uh, from graves yes, yes. until he graduated up to and needed uh, fresher skin. He needed he needed fresh skin. And so he so that, those skins wasn't good moved enough? into murdering people because, as he said, the fresh skin was uh, plump and moisturized <laughs> and was easier to work with because the old skin that was decaying was was harder to use. Okay, okay so let's let's. This... Oh, was there an ex- explicit warning on <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I forgot to put that disclaimer out there. Uh, let's jump back for a minute because <laughs> we just we really did we just, just dive right in. on in. <laughs> we just dove right on in. Um, his mother. Let's talk about that really okay. quick. Okay. His mother was a religious nut, right? It, she was. Yes. And uh, she was him. fanatically religious. Um, she was abusive physically, verbally. Um, she was religiously abusive, mm-hmm. um, religious abuse. Uh, she would, he and he had a brother, uh, he and his brother, his, their, well, I mean, we go back a little bit further. His father who was died first, his mm-hmm. father was an alcoholic, yes, didn't work a lot. Right. Um, 
And his mother originally had been kind of the breadwinner of the family. She was a, ran a business. And then they moved to Plainfield where they were on a remote farm. And right. she cut basically cut them off from contact from... Well, she preached that there were evils of the world and mm-hmm. that women were unpure except for All her. women. She had very clear names for what they were. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Yes, all I of said them, unpure. Oh, that was a nice word. Yes, they were all uh, sinful and mm-hmm. and unholy, and mm-hmm. all women, with the exception of herself, of with course. With the exception of herself, mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why I'm. I feel like this Norman Bates him kind of because that's kind of how well Norman Bates yes. mother was as well. Right. What does she say? The boy's best friend is his is Correct. his mother. Correct. So yes. and she cut off all outside from from them right uh when augusta was her name when augusta yes moved, thank you uh-huh. when augusta and george moved the family to this farm in plainfield uh i believe ed was about eight years old at that time the only place they were allowed to go off of the farm was to school to school they were not allowed to make friends they would be yeah. punished, punished for making friends, friends. Mm-hmm. um so they didn't make friends. They started cutting off contact with anyone in the outside world. And you, they would just come home to her to work on the farm and have her preaching fire and brimstone and all the, the sins of the world. If you talk to anyone and make friends with anyone, and if you ever talk to a woman, this is what you're, you're going to mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. Now, now, with that all being said, wasn't he a babysitter? He, he made, was. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was a, a local. He was known locally to be a handyman. Yes. Um, yes. It was also known in the community. He babysat for people. Ooh, yeah. Um, he was. A, I, I, I read that they said he was very uh, employable. Like they would hire him for different things. But I guess sure. working on the farm and all that kind yeah. of stuff. He had those. He was just local farmhand, yeah. handyman all around the community. Just whatever. But the babysitting thing. That, that was odd. Especially when we're talking, this is back in the fifties. I I mean, it seems unusual, but (laughs) yes, yes. That was one thing that is very noted that he had babysat for people. people. So, and, and everyone in the community did find him odd, quirky, strange at times. Like how did that, how, how did that happen? Like, I'll be like, dude, I don't ever see you and you'll come over here and babysit my kid. Like, no, bro. (laughs) I don't know. I guess times were tough out in Plainfield back then. I I don't. Now, he was also suspected of killing his brother, murdering yes. his brother. Yes. So how did um, that come about? Do you know? Well, well, one thing, his brother had started, or I don't know, it wasn't that he had just started. His brother was kind of pushing back against yes. his mother's teachings. Yes. His brother had a woman that he was involved with. She was a divorcee with children, and he had talked about moving in with her mm. and of course, their mother, this was absolutely not acceptable, not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ed very much followed whatever his mother said, just absolutely. Uh, so there was some some tension things going on in the family. Well, supposedly, the story that happened with his brother, they were allegedly burning off some area on the farm or, or a fire started on the farm. Mm-hmm. And his brother got separated from him. He lost track. 
his story is he lost track of his brother, didn't know where he was on the property, and the fire was going on. It was lost control. He ended up running into town because, of course, they didn't have a phone. Uh, They were very poor. He ran to get help, and once they came back to help, when they came back, he took them, walked them directly to where his brother's body was although he had said he did not know where his brother was on the property. He had lost track of him. He walked him directly to his brother. His brother had died in the fire. Uh, Coroner's report asphyxiation was the reason he died, but there was also reports of that he had a lot of head trauma, a lot of bruising on his head. There was was head trauma. So there are a lot of questions there. What really happened? I mean, he may have attacked his brother in some way. And but, made him in, incapable of, of escaping and left him there to burn. So they just ruled it out? Like, did they just rule it out for an accident? Or how, how did that go about? Right. At the time, that's what it was considered. Um, right. Mm, 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 and mm. which his a father had died. Um, mm-hmm. Which, is, like I said, we said his father was alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He was abusive. Um, his father died in 1940. Augusta ended up dying in 1945. Um, like I said, she was this fanatical, religious right, fanatical. Right. She was domineering. Um, right. Just, and she would not divorce their father. And all the time they were married to him because of her religious fanaticism, she could not divorce him. So I wonder why. I, I, this is just, because this is just me. What possessed him? The things that he's did, and and I'm going back to the bodysuit. Yeah, something I know what you I heard what you said, but something is they had said that he made it so he could be close to her, so he could yes. be inside of her, like inside of he, the body. He would wear the suit to pretend to be his mother. That's what he told investigators. That when, because how all of this came about, him getting caught. Um, there was a woman in town, and. Ed was coming to her store pretty often, showing a lot of interest in her. Well, her son came by the store one day. He found a pool of blood. She was not there. He called the police. Um, and as I understand, her son was was maybe a deputy or yeah. a deputy sheriff, something at that time. But he called the police. The investigators came in. The last receipt written in the store was to Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Um, and because of the strange, the unusual attention he had been giving lately and, and coming around, that was definitely pointed investigators in that direction. They went to his farm. There was no electricity on the farm. And they walked in to find what one uh, FBI profiler I heard discussing it. She said she had seen the crime scene photos uh, when she was training and she said of all those she has seen, this was the most disturbing thing she had ever seen. So, okay. So, so, so we have body suits made of skin. We right. have shrunken skulls that I, I read somewhere about some shrunken skulls he, he had. And he, he, had tell he, people, their he would tell people around the community he had shrunken skulls in the house. Um, once when he was trying to trade property or yes, something with some yes, neighbors, yes. they came to his house and just to, to, she's heard these rumors and she said, so is that room over there where you keep the shrunken so heads? And he goes, no, it's this room over here. And just went on as if, and definitely there was, 
I don't know shrunken heads, but he, there was definitely some truth to, yes, he had a lot of body parts in the house. So body parts, skin, mm-hmm. faces that he would wear as masks? Yes, they found uh, oh. faces of at least nine women that were And they hanging. were all women, wasn't they? It? They were all women, and they were hanging on the wall that he used as masks. Um, there, he had fashioned bowls from human skull. Oh yes. The bowls, bowls, dishes, things like that. Yes. Yes. Um, lampshades Lampshades. made of skin, uh, uh, strings made out of lips. He had, he had strings. He, he had, he did have, he had a box of noses. Um, he had a, a, a belt made of, of nipples. What? I am not real this. He had um he kept a box of women's, specifically women's genitalia that he had wow. preserved and kept in a box. He had lips, tongues, fingernails. Yes, I read all that. All mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this my. is outside okay. of the skin suit. Now the skin suit, it wasn't an all one piece kind no, of thing. He had to put it, it together. Was a corset that yes. was made of a torso, mm-hmm. leggings or pants um, made from corpses, mm-hmm. uh, a shirt as well that mm-hmm. had been made from women's corpses. Corpse. All of these were made and gloves as well. Oh, gloves my. as well. And he had sewn all these together himself. So this is, and I just want everybody to brace yourself because this is really fixing to get a little crazy. He was also a cannibal. Well, possibly. 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 I haven't ever fi- seen a lot of, there's some that say he was, some that mm-hmm. were say, there was a heart on the stove mm-hmm. when the investigators okay, came. Okay, you brought that up, yes. But they don't know what the actual purpose of it was, okay. had part of it been consumed, or I never I, could quite find some distinct details on that. Okay. And there are a lot of issues um, with his interviews and mm-hmm. investigation because he, because of his mentality, because of his mental issues, right. he was very suggestive. Um, anything the investigators would say, Ed, did you do this? He mm-hmm. would say, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I did. Well, did you do this? Did this happen? Yeah, it probably did. You know what's funny that you bring that up? When we, the last time that we did a show together, which was last year when we talked about Dahmer, we talked about uh, Lucas. Remember, we talked about Lucas. Henry Lee Lucas. Henry Lee Lucas. And remember Same how thing. he used to admit this to shit that he didn't even do? Pre, so it's kind prefrontal of cortex issues, uh, abuse during childhood, uh-huh. which we know Henry Lee Lucas yes. had had. Yes. Physical trauma, right, uh, to his head, yes, severely well, as a child, right, yes, because it damaged his eye, right. Uh, Ed Gein, interestingly, had a lazy eye because of a growth on one of his eyes. He had a lazy eye as well, um, but he had trauma from abuse as a child, right, and likely had the same prefrontal cortex issues that you see with well, a lot IQ of children. Was yes. very. I think what was Lucas eighty? What was Lucas, Lucas was probably very low, I think and, was, and I I've never seen anything on on Ed, Ed. Gein's uh, IQ, but but he definitely did have issues um, as far as his intellect, that his is so mental cap, uh, capacity. Capacity. So okay, so I read somewhere, and we talked about this a little bit before we started, that 
he, the judge, that he had, he didn't get, he didn't be convicted of murders because the judge said he was insane. But then I also read that he was convicted of two murders. One name was Bernice and the other one was named Mary, Mary Hogan, Bernice Warden and Mary Hogan. So mm-hmm. you said that Bernice, Bernice was the one, one who was found when the investigators went to his home, they found the decapitated body of Bernice, Bernice. Warden in his home. Um, mm. Because we'll say the investigators first thought it was a deer when they entered the shed. And then later discovered it was the body of Bernice Warden. So that's, then when they went there, they found part, I believe the face or part of Mary Mary Hogan, who was a tavern owner that had disappeared sometime before that. And nobody ever knew what happened to her. They found her face was one of the masks Mask. he was using, and therefore they discovered. But he didn't get convicted of that. He was ne- no. He confessed to her murder, but he was never tried for Mary Hogan's because when he was originally arrested, he was found unfit for trial, and so he was sent to the state mental hospital. And then in nineteen, which this would have been, he was he was caught in November of nineteen fifty seven. Okay, um, sent to the mental institution. 1968 he was deemed sane for trial he was sent to trial for the murder of bernice warden and that is the one he was convicted on and the judge i read somewhere where they said the judge said it was not worthwhile as far as the to spend the money the money the city's money to do it yes money to do it. it right so they, rather than spend the money to go through another trial for this Mary Hogan, he had already confessed to this, so there was no trial. So he was confessed to that. And then, like I said, then there is the question of, was he also responsible for his brother's death? Yeah. Which his, yeah. his but, mother did not, it, there was no circumstances, I believe, around his mother or father's death that considered him involved. So here's the deal. Here's, here's me thinking. In, you, you walk into a place where all these bodies are, the body parts and these pieces, a heart on the stove, these masks, these lampshades and all this stuff. And they couldn't figure out how to convict them of all that, knowing that those were humans and body parts and well, female parts. And those were all from when they asked him where they, he got these, um, uh-huh. he told them he would go out to, to graves and, and dig up. He was a body oh, snatcher. Body he was snatcher. a grave robber, body snatcher. Right. And he would go out and dig up people. And he generally, like freaking and he went out and found women that looked or reminded him of, of his, his mother. mother. And he learned quickly to go try and go out and dig up people who had been recently buried, that their bodies were more, fresh oh my god he's the sick out he is probably one of the most disgusting out he there is. he's one that actually does make me a little squeamish most of them hurt. don't make me i know he makes but, my tummy hurt yeah Just even think and, you about ne- it. and you never never want to google or or get on the web and try and find pictures of this no. crime scene no, I do, do not. not i will warn you no. now do not unless you have a very very tough stomach because it it is disgusting I bet I, it is. I've only seen a few of them and I would, I've never dug further because the few <laughs> I have seen, yes. even for me are just like, yeah, that's, that's enough. That's enough. So I have a question and I, and I, is this true or false? Was he a necrophiliac? 
I think it's there's questions. It. That's yeah. that's you know. that's that's having sex with a dead body. For those that don't know, I think I said it right. Right, mm-hmm. or or getting a arousal from a, a dead a body. dead body. Um, there's some that say he did. Some that's there's questions there. Um, but but for the most part, you hear that. But a lot of that is because of the classification. What is actually considered necrophilia? Yeah. Because it's not necessarily mean you are having sex with, but that you gotcha. get arousal from. Uh, right. So I would say probably he does fit into that category. Very much so. But this was also 1957 when this all happened. So just the fact that he was wearing women's body parts and obsessed with that, there was also discussion at that point, And part of the conversation went into was uh, transvestism which at that time was viewed very differently than what it is now mm-hmm. um, because at that time it was considered a mental disorder. Um, and so therefore that, that changes the conversation that they mm-hmm. were having in 1957 mm-hmm. versus right. what we would now, now and what we know about. I, I, I don't, I don't. Someone who would want to dress as a woman versus, I mean, I mean, clearly these are, but, this but, is a very but this deviant is dressing person. women's body parts. Transvestites are wearing clothing. Now, I know there was, they taught, there was, you can't find things where he was very fascinated and talked a lot about, and, and I cannot remember the name now, but there was an individual during this time that had gone through a, a man who had gone through a sex change at that time. And it was, like world news, all of that mm-hmm. during this time. And he talked to people about that. He he would bring that up often. Mm-hmm. And so it was something that he was mm-hmm. on his radar. He was c- curious about and, and interested in. Mm-hmm. And clearly wanting to dress like a woman and wanting to take women's skins are very clearly not in the same mm-hmm. realm at all. Mm-hmm. I simply bring this up to understand. Right. As I've told you before, when we have these conversations. You have to sometimes understand mm-hmm. when the the things you hear bring bring up in these trials and crimes, they were happening in 57, 67. 67 yes, absolutely. What those right. conversation and words meant then right. and now, now are totally, very different. Very different. Very different. Wow. So, how did he die? Um, he actually died. Did he uh, die of lung cancer? He did. He died of lung cancer in uh, the eighties. He was in in prison. He was still alive. In the he 80s. was still alive in the 80s, Shell. Yeah, my gosh. I yeah. remember. Yeah. I, I remember mom and, my mom and I talking about it, and she said that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie was based on him mm-hmm. because of the skins and stuff that right. Leatherface was wearing. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting I've never on, seen this because you know you never I, seen the Texas Chainsaw I told Massacre? You I don't watch oh horror movies. Oh, my God. Anyways. I can't handle horror movies. Oh, my God. I remember going <laughs> to the library and trying to look him up. <laughs> And my mom was like, don't we go in there and look at stuff like that? You know, they, they track everything when you check books out. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, but I want to know who this guy is. My mom was like, I told you who he was. But anyways, yeah, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably one of my favorite horror movies. As a matter of fact, this past summer, I went to to uh, Hooper's out there. Mm. And Austin, over there by Austin, Texas. Sure, which and, that was a melding of, of kind of a couple of stories. Yes, but, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And so I was like, oh, we've, I've got to go. I've got to at least eat here. And 
eat one of those delicious, Gee. those delicious burgers. <laughs> like anybody has an appetite right know, now. <laughs> what else can you tell us before we wrap up about Mr. Mr. Ed before we, before we close? Uh, well, I mean, we've, we've covered a lot. There, there is a lot about him. Oh, I know. We, we don't have enough time. <laughs> I, it, he, he was a very disturbed person. Um, yeah. And like I said, you know, Hollywood has used him a lot just because he is one of those people like the fascination with Dahmer this time last yeah. year is it's hard to understand any yeah. of us in as sane and quote normal walking around people don't understand the psychopathy of, of people like mm -hmm. this and how they can do these things and then just simply keep on functioning, yeah. go, go to babysit yeah. the neighbor's kids. Yeah. And live a normal life. Like he, like, and did he, did he ever touch a kid? I don't, I don't think no, I, there's no record no, of that. No, they he were, never did. All the, even the women that he went and, and did the grave robbers on sure. were all older, you know, middle-aged older women. Like I said, that reminded him of, of, his of his mother. Everything was based on his mother. Yes. And there was even one uh, person who he had followed a lot about what happened to her and she was someone who was a member of the nazi party and did all these horrible horrific things to prisoners very notorious um woman uh, hmm. and he they commented how she was very much like him his mother in certain ways yeah physically this mm. but he was very fascinated by her as well and talked about her as well so wow. Well, Kim, thank you. <laughs> Another round of these crazy serial killers. I, you know, I, this is, oh, it's going to sound bad. And I'm putting this actually on the recording. I've been fascinated with those people. Not much as Ed, but the ones who live like fruitful and fulfilling lives and they're killing, like John Wayne Gacy, mm -hmm. which we have not talked about. Ted Bundy, which we have not talked about. Mm -hmm. I mean, BTK. BTK. That you won't talk about. I will not. Will absolutely not do BTK. Y'all, just not. Because that's just... Between him and Ed, I think he's worse than Ed. I, I think the things that he did, the, the sexual part of it all, y'all, I, it, I, it, it literally makes my tummy hurt to talk about it. I can't. I just can't. Right. Um, that guy. And I think the other day... I don't know if it's on Netflix. I can't remember. He 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 was brought up again, and I can't remember what for. And I was like, mm, 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 mm. it. One side of me wants to know and listen, and then the other side of me is like, don't, because he's so evil. But what, right. And when you called me and said, "Hey, who are we going to talk about this time?" <laughs> you know, I'm doing my. You know, I like my horror yeah. movies. Yeah. Who's who's connected? And I and I immediately Ed Gein. Yeah. Especially He's after the Texas State So Master. many, yeah. so many <laughs> movies. Evil bad characters yeah. take their their basis from Ed King yeah. and all the And there was a song too. I can't remember. There was a song too. There was a couple of songs. It's Dead. the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Get the lotion again. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's it uh for us. Thank you for tuning in. And Kim, of course, you are my partner in crime in this. We'll have to have you back. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for us, and that's it for me. Tune in next week for another episode of Talk Horror to Me.